Hi everyone, welcome back to Fight For You Podcast. Fight For You Podcast shares the most vulnerable parts of our lives. Stories that are rooted from pain, heartache, grief, and love. Each guest shares their voice, a story about their greatest obstacles and how they've learned to overcome them. Now, our voices need to be heard more than ever. Sharing our voices hold power and knowing that someone has gone through a similar struggle and that you can too. Welcome to Fight For You Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. Today's episode is about Jenna. Jenna is 19 years old, raised and born in Seattle. She's currently taking a gap year before jumping into college. Jenna is an only child raised by her single mom. Growing up, Jenna remembered being the brightest and smiliest kid. In middle school, Jenna started to deal with anxiety. It continued into high school and suddenly took a toll on her mental health and academic performance. Jenna is the sweetest girl ever, and I can't wait for everyone to hear more about her. To continue to hear Jenna's journey, keep listening. Welcome, Jenna. I'm so happy to have you on Fight For You. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm so happy that you can be here. And if you're ready, let's get right into it. Perfect. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Maybe some hobbies, clubs, interests, or any fun facts? Yeah, so growing up, I was kind of more the arts and crafts kid versus like the sporty or like academic kid. Um, So anything that involves being creative, I like immersed myself in. So singing, writing music, just like painting, drawing, anything like that, I love. And I still love, so. Yeah. I know. I feel like I too. I'm like, I want to be so creative, but I want to play a sport, and I want to right, like just a little bit of everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. (laughs) Um, would you mind telling us a little bit about your mental health journey? Yeah, so I'm definitely still on that journey for sure. Um, but I've definitely came a long way from where I started. Um, I think at the beginning of my journey, it was really hard to just come to terms with myself because way back when, like everyone gets nervous. So you don't really know like when it's, oh, it's just nerves to, oh no, she's struggling with um, anxiety or something. Yeah. And not a lot of people like were open enough or talked about it, especially like in middle school. So I really had no idea. I thought it was just me until like I started talking to people and realized, oh, I can relate to them and it's not just me. And I should be like looking into this because it's affecting like my academic social life, things like that. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I started getting anxiety too in middle school and I just really didn't understand it and was like, well, what is this? Am I the only one feeling it? Because you you, just like exactly like you said, you have no idea if it's just you're nervous about something that's going to happen that day or you're actually dealing with something that you know is so like in your mind that you have to have the right tools to be able to you know, help yourself and calm yourself down. So that's like a very big thing that a lot of people don't understand. And I've seen by talking to people about my mental health and mental health podcasts is a lot of people did and are struggling with the same thing, which is so crazy because in the time being, we were like, oh, we're the only ones struggling. Why? Why are we the only ones struggling? And it kind of works you up so hard that you're like, this is unfair. And you start getting more mad, which makes you more anxious. And there's just oh, yeah. go into it. Um, but you started in middle school. Do, is there like a 
main point that you remember that was just like oh like this is a problem yeah so funny enough like it was when I was doing something that I like which is choir okay so singing which you would think like oh she's passionate about it she shouldn't feel like nervous or anything Mm -hmm. but um I think it was honestly just the pressure of the class and because I love to sing but then it was it was more of like a strict more serious environment when it came to singing and then like you know there's the ones who sing really well and like the ones who do it for fun so when it became more serious I was like there's more pressure Mm -hmm. Um, and then I specifically remember one class period um, we were doing like this regular class practice and then I all of a sudden just got really like dizzy and my heart started beating really fast and I was like, okay, I need to go to the nurse's office right now. I can't just like wait it out. So then I asked to go to the nurse's office and I just like lay down for the entire period. And then the next, like the next day classes came and I would just ask to go to the nurses just because I didn't want to like be in the class because I felt so overwhelmed and like suffocated in the class. Mm -hmm. So I would literally just ask the teacher every day and be like, oh, can I go to the nurses? I'm just not feeling well. And just sit the whole class period out, basically. Um, So I think, I didn't know at the time, but I'm pretty sure that was like my first experience with an anxiety attack, but I just had no idea what it was. Yeah, which I think is really relatable for a lot of people, um, especially in school, an environment that can be so serious, but can also be so fun. Um, Getting like an anxiety attack but really not knowing what it is and not having the right tools to work with it or anything can be really scary and it's hard to identify what it is so it's like do I need to go to the nurse's office is something gonna happen to me um which is something that I still struggle with in high school now is like when I don't feel I'm like what's gonna happen like how do I get out of the classroom like and you know at one point you're like well I don't want to leave the class I really like school I don't want to have to go to the nurse's office but um I feel like over time you really learn how to um, work with that, which I think can be like really amazing, but also, you know, it can be hard. You do have to learn all the tools. It depends on the environment too, I feel like, you know? Yeah. There's different circumstances and you never know. Yeah. All classes are different. All environments are different. So it's really hard to be like, I feel really safe in this place and I feel really exposed to something that's going to trigger like an anxiety attack or anything like that. Um, can be really hard to understand but in high school um you mentioned to me it got a little bit worse do you think there was a pure reason behind your struggles so when it got into high school I mean middle school is already like a pretty big transition you know Mm -hmm, totally Um, so I feel like there was just a lot of there was a shift in the social pressure as well as like academics right but it was mostly at least for me during high school I felt like I had to find myself throughout high school but it was really hard to do that when I was like I don't know how other people perceive me so if I'm trying to figure myself out then I want to I don't know how other people are trying to figure me out either Mm -hmm. so I think that was kind of what kept my anxiety up pretty much through high school um yeah yeah and you mentioned that you struggled with mental blocks a lot and you wanted to do something and accomplish things but your mind wouldn't let you Um, Would you bring this into life and just explain this a little bit? Yeah, so this isn't like the textbook definition. This is just my definition. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I feel like it's different for everyone. Everybody, absolutely. 
But for me personally, when like that happens to me, a good example is when I was um, going to get the test for my driver's license, I have been wanting to drive for so long and like my friends knew about it and I was so excited. But then when the time came for the actual test, I like physically could not get myself to do it, which kind of made me really frustrated because I wanted to. It's not like I, I didn't want to drive or anything. I was so motivated, but then I just physically couldn't get myself to do it. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I just do this thing? And it seems to me like such a big hurdle that I need to get over. Even in reality, it's like, it's not that big of a deal, just do it. But for me, it was like a big deal. So once I finally did it and I like accomplished it and I got my license, I was so like excited and I almost felt guilty for feeling so excited over something really small you know yeah and that that's just like the phrase like small with that type of thing small accomplishments become huge mm-hmm. um so do you think that just made you feel like like you just said you felt a little guilty but you were also super excited um it's just like so hard like I can relate to that too and yeah it's hard to you know compare your successes to others because obviously like for me I feel like one step forward, like two steps back, basically. Um, but it's it's nice when you have friends who understand like where you're coming from and they don't belittle like your successes, no matter how big or small they are. And that's really important. And I think like through high school, especially you really learn that is that you have to surround yourself with people who like, no matter what your success is, no matter what you're, what you're struggling with and what obstacles you're going through, that you have people who are gonna support you no matter what it is that you're going through. And that's a really hard thing to find through high school. I think people are really trying to find their group and trying Mm -hmm. to also understand themselves, but also they care about what other people are perceiving. And there's so many things, like we just said, that go into that and finding like your core group is really important, but it also can be super hard because throughout all of your four years, you're changing so much. Like (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna be in my senior year and I feel like I'm still in seventh grade, but I definitely have seen the change from my freshman year to going into my senior year. I'm like, I'm not the same person as I was sophomore year, freshman year, junior year. And there's so many things, but you almost go back to them in a sense where it's like, okay, well, every time I go back to this, I'm taking two or three steps backwards. And all you kind of want to do is just move forward. And so that can be a really hard thing, especially with mental block, um, because you kind of get in your head about that. And you're like, well, yeah. I just want to be moving forward. Why is everyone else moving forward? Yeah, but also it's like progress is progress, no, no matter uh, how small it is, you know? So even if other people don't see it, honestly, just do it for yourself. And if at the end of the day, like you're proud of your accomplishments, then that's all that matters. Yeah. And I mean, I honestly still need to hear that like daily that mm-hmm. it's, and it's crazy because people are like, well, you have a podcast, you have your life figured out. I'm like, Guys, it's not that, it's not that easy. Um, and so it's still even nice to hear from someone that I'm even interviewing is like, I needed to also be reminded that sometimes. And everyone honestly needs to be reminded of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, do you think you have learned to cope with your anxiety? Do you think you have like the key for yourself or do you think you're still kind of learning exactly what to do when you're in a situation where like you need to calm yourself or anything like that? I think over the years, it's been like a long time. So I'd hope that I'd have some coping mechanisms by now, which I definitely do. 
it depends on the situation, like the environment, the people that I'm around. Um, I have like little tips and tricks, which I guess I'll share. Yeah. Um, so one of, if it comes to social anxiety, especially in school, right? Like people are starting to go back to school in person. Um, I used to walk down the hallway and feel like everyone was staring at me, even if they weren't, right? <laughs> yeah. So one of the tricks that I learned along the way is to count your steps, which sounds really like, how is that going to help you? But if you're counting your steps, you're not thinking about, oh, this person's looking at me. You're like, oh, I don't look good or whatever. Um, so counting steps or chewing gum also really helps just because it stimulates your brain and your other senses. So you're not necessarily overthinking or worrying constantly. Um, there's definitely a lot of like breathing techniques, there's which you can find online, honestly, yeah. that actually really do help. Uh, the most common one that I know that a lot of other people use is like the five senses thing. So, okay, actually, I just wanted to tell you that because I literally have it right here. Um, yeah. I literally, and I posted on my Instagram story today and was like, this is so important and it's to help you get grounded. Um, yeah, I, I use that. I was hoping you'd say that because I was like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, and I actually changed number one to something good about you, but um, just because I feel like taste is kind of weird right now with COVID like if you're, whatever but um funny enough with the steps too I I learned um sophomore year to count the tiles on the ceiling when you walk I, I, I love like counting just because it's I don't know it takes your mind completely off of whatever you're feeling and even if it's for the two minutes that you're in that one hallway it's like so refreshing refresh refreshing to know like okay I am okay um, yeah and I think the ceiling one and the steps I didn't I've never counted steps but I always do at like my own house when I'm going up the stairs so maybe um, yeah. another thing is like I strictly avoid caffeine or any like energy drinks just because I found like way before that oh when I have caffeine or drink an energy drink I'm 10 times more jittery like I can't sit still like it makes it worse we, we are the same yeah I so, love the coffee but I have to like just make myself I want it to have decaf which it makes me so annoyed but um I've I've learned the exact same thing that caffeine yeah. like just makes your anxiety go up so high um especially if you're feeling like just a little bit of, of anxiety just having the caffeine in your body is just like <laughs> stimulates it so much more oh yeah it like makes or breaks my day <laughs> Like if I have a little bit of coffee yeah same um and so learning how to take care of yourself first is really important what did you teach yourself about that and like how have you learned to just um implicate that into your day or yeah <laughs> I feel like I tend to prioritize other people first not necessarily because I don't care about my own well-being, but it was just kind of like a, oh, I can distract myself. They don't have to worry about me if I like focus on them. Um, so what I, what I learned is a lot of just self-love and acceptance. And I've been spending a lot of time with myself even because you think you would know yourself, right? Like entirety of high school, you're still figuring yourself out. But even after high school, I was like, I'm still changing. I'm still growing. I'm still figuring myself out to this day. So it was just a lot of self-reflecting and just 
being around people who support you really helps because if you're not in like this good mindset with people who support you then you can't really grow or be better as a friend or even like as a person yourself yeah I absolutely agree and I think a big thing also has to do with social media um so how has social media and then pandemic affected your mental health I feel like social media has always been such a thing with mental health absolutely um I used to be super like insecure like I'd be the person to say I'm gonna delete Instagram for like the fifth time this week (laughs) just because I didn't want to you know you just kind of compare yourself even if you don't think about it yeah Um, so that can be really damaging to your mental health as well as on social media I mean everyone posts like what they want other people to see you're obviously not going to post like the bad pictures or like you know you want to post the ones where you look good and stuff like that so it kind of takes away from like what is real or like the expectations of people because it's like, oh, I don't look like this every day, but neither neither do they, you know? They just happen to like get ready, take pictures. It's kind of the same thing, but for some reason, like we don't see it. Yeah, we we don't when we're looking and it's, it's funny because I do the same thing. And you know, you take so many photos and you go through it and you, you like three of them and you're like, okay, yeah. like just post those ones. And at the end of the day, it's like okay like you are gonna get the likes you are gonna get the comments you are gonna get the shares that you want but is it gonna help yourself like are you gonna still be happy at the end of the day and I wrote a paper on this and I was like social media is not the cure to mental health um it is not like helping you are feeling with like you're with people or that you're going through certain experiences because of social media but at the end of the day when you're at home where are you who are you with yourself And I really learned that the hard way, honestly, that like no one else is going to be the one to save you. And I, I learned that the hard way and I understand it really well now because a lot of people just think like, if I have my friends, I'm good, which is totally true. Your friends are going to support you. Your friends are going to, no matter what, (laughs) but at the end of the day, you are by yourself and like, it's your mind and your actions that you are making. And so it counts what you do and it's crazy also to think like how much it affects other people by your one post and I really never thought about that until I watched um, a movie I can't remember the name right now but it was about how you post something and you think it's like cute and you know you're happy about it and you kind of just leave it and like go back maybe an hour later and like oh I got this many likes I got these comments but like you're not helping other people (laughs) I post it's kind of like what at the end of the day what am I really gaining Mm -hmm. it's it's more of like a temporary ego boost honestly I'll say like I'll admit to it feels it feels good right but then it's like oh I'm just gonna have to wait until I post another picture and then the same feeling so it's kind of it's really draining to like post a picture and then you're constantly thinking like oh my gosh I didn't get this many likes like I wonder why like should I delete it it's just I don't know, time consuming and like, <laughs> yeah, really, I totally agree with that. And going back to friends, I'm curious, do you feel that your friends understand mental health and support you to the fullest? I honestly want to say like my friends more than my mom or like my family, honestly, um, you do spend a lot of time with your friends. So they kind of know like the ins and outs of you. Um, 
I think in the beginning it was pretty hard because I was still trying to get a grasp on my anxiety and like how different things affect me. Um, so when I was learning about my anxiety, so were they. And they were being like really understanding and really supportive. So it was nice to kind of have that just to know that like I have a safe space, <laughs> you know. And it's it's really important to feel like, you know, if you're out and you get anxious, you can tell that friend or those friends like, hey, like I'm feeling really anxious right now. Will you step out with me for a second? Or any of those things, which can honestly be in the moment, like the cure to your anxiety. Just knowing that you have a friend standing there with you and like they're gonna be there with you. And that's that that's been big for me too, to like find those people that I can feel really comfortable with and not just like a whole friend group, but those few people that I really know that I can pull away for a second and they're going to be okay getting pulled away for a second, but not only that, they know that they can like support you in the moment. And that's really important to, you know, figure out, which can be hard because if you don't open up about your anxiety and things that you might be going through, which is okay, not everyone um, can identify it yet or, you know, wants to talk about it. Um, but it's nice to know that like there are those people who do want to support you but the only way to be supported is to talk about it right I got really lucky with my friends I think especially being at home like with my mom uh, I was trying to explain it to her just to be like this is how I feel like I get anxious and she kind of just brushed it off as if it were like nothing she was like oh you just need to do yoga you just need to sleep more but I was I was like I don't I don't think it's just that like it's deeper than that Mm -hmm. and with um anxiety especially it's not really like something physical it's more mental right so we can hide it really easily and like have people not think that we have anxiety absolutely so I think one of the hardest parts that I had to learn how to move past is just people who not necessarily believe you, I guess, which is really hard because like it's your own struggle and you want people to support you. But if they can't see it, then it's really hard to like explain it to them. Explain it if they don't one understand it to see it. Um, and it's real that's really, really big. And it's definitely like a learning process with that every day because you never know like who you're gonna come across and how you're gonna feel. Um, so it's really important to kind of like let yourself understand it first and know and like like it sounds like you know is that not everyone is going to understand what you're going through and not everyone is going to be able to support you and I also think that's a really comforting feeling is to know like okay I'm at peace with that I might not run into every person I know that who is going to understand it Um, it doesn't mean they don't support you but they just don't understand it and that's like a very real thing Mm -hmm. um it's just kind of how life goes. <laughs> um, and you also mentioned that you're doing a gap year to me. Do you want to tell, tell us a little bit about that and maybe how it's been benefiting your mental health? Yeah, so the reason why I decided to do a gap year was, first of all, with the pandemic and everything going on, I just didn't really see the point in like spending money to go to a school, you know, because it's just online and it didn't make sense for me at the moment. So I told myself that, okay, I'd take a break from school, but then I'll just work. And so I worked the entire time, basically, um, for the most part. Yeah. So I would nanny um, and that in itself. So, you know, with other jobs, like you have coworkers, you have, you're interacting with customers and other people. Um, But with 
me with nannying, it was just me and the kid. So we would spend a lot of time like alone, wouldn't necessarily talk to anyone else. So a part of it was really nice to like get away from that and just spend time alone with him. But at the same time, I was like, I feel like I'm missing out. You know, I'm not really talking to as many people as I should be this year, especially like going to school next year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So are you planning to attend uh, school next year or are you going to? Yes. In the spring. Okay, cool. Awesome. And are you excited? Uh, (laughs) I don't know about that. New experience. Yeah. New experience, maybe. Um, Do you, okay, so the pandemic impacted a lot, obviously, like we just talked about. Were there things you felt like you were going to miss that ended up really affecting your mental health? Just like the thought that like you were going to miss this experience or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I feel like with everyone, especially, you know, being at home, it was really hard to not see your friends on like a daily basis how you usually would and it's it's not something that you can just adjust to right away especially if it's long-term thing mm-hmm. totally so, I yeah I think that was really hard just not being able to see my friends as often as I would and then again spending more time with myself because you know when you're with friends it's like kind of a distraction so then when you're taken out of that situation and you just put in a room by yourself then you start thinking about like oh, I should be doing this, or like, this is, I should work on myself better, and stuff like that. It kind of goes into like that spiral, that thought, um, which can affect you in a good way or a bad way. And then I I, like, I also went through a really bad breakup, kind of the start of the pandemic. So that with like not seeing anyone, it it took a toll on my mental health for sure. There's, there's so many experiences and things that people go through that are so different than other people and it's really hard to you know you don't want to weigh them next to each other because they can be really different but in the moment when you're like just not feeling that great or you're having a bad day you're like okay well it's this to this and (laughs) you know and it's it can be really like toxic to yourself um but I feel like every time I go through some anxiety attack or anything like that I learn so much about myself Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's really important to like continue to move on your journey of mental health and anxiety and stuff like that because you know we all we all go through something and it doesn't have to be identified by anxiety depression you could go on on a list but you know to just know that there's like those small things that other people also go through is really important and I think that's what has brought a lot of people to the podcast it's like oh my gosh, it's crazy that a lot of people are also going through the same thing. And when actually funny enough, I got a tattoo kind of based around that meaning. Uh So I don't know if you know what the word Sonder is. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) you're like, yeah, I do. So basically, (laughs) like the the definition is the realization that each random passerby is living a life just as complex as your own. yeah so I was like this is really cool because it gives you a different perspective on things like oh I'm not alone other people even though it may seem like everyone is fine and like they're thriving (laughs) like they have their moments as well and they're each dealing with their own things as well and that's a really just like we just said it's so important to remember that and it can be hard to remember it but when you do remember it I feel like it's very comforting Um, Mm -hmm. 
that's a good definition to keep keep by my side <laughs> um how do you continue to grow and change from your past yeah uh I think growing and changing are honestly two completely different things even though they kind of sound similar similar just because with change I feel like change can either happen really quickly or over time and it's more like you kind of deal with it in the moment or like adapt and jet and adjust Absolutely. but with with growth it's like you start somewhere and you develop into you know you get better you grow Absolutely. from it um so dealing with change I think I've always been really bad at dealing with change which I'm still working on but um which everyone's different as well. Everyone reacts to change different and how they handle that. But for me, I would much rather focus on the growth aspect versus kind of like just to change things. Cause I feel like growth can be almost more long-term if that makes sense. Absolutely, yeah, growth can go on for years, months. It, it really depends on where you're coming from and where, yeah. where you're also trying to get. Right, so I think as long as you're, considering you know obviously people change that's inevitable but as long as you're keeping yourself in check and you have your values and stuff like that you shouldn't be too worried about whatever else is going on around you as long as you keep yourself grounded and know that you're gonna do good yeah I totally I totally agree with that um where do you go when you reach a low what where what do you do what mindset do you go to so the good thing about having like a creative outlet, like writing music, <laughs> is I could just literally pull out my phone, go on the notes app and just write out my feelings and then turn it into a song, which like I like doing. Um, but besides that, I honestly, I like going on drives just either by myself or with my dog. I know like gas is pretty <laughs> expensive, but it honestly really helps to just go on a drive um get yourself out of like a situation that you don't want to be in and just listen to music mm -hmm. and I totally agree with that I've um learned that driving and just you know taking yourself out of the moment that you were feeling really bad and just not good and just you're feeling anxious or nauseous or whatever it is for you to take just like you said take yourself out of the moment and put yourself in a different moment and focus on something else which is the road <laughs> yeah it's really important and I've been driving a little bit more than usual because I've had those experiences my mom's like I understand that that's what I like to do too and so it's really nice to understand like okay I'm not like crazy that I just want to drive um, <laughs> but it's almost just a really comforting thing and also to like have your car somewhere when you're going somewhere is also super comforting for me at least to know that mm -hmm. like, if I need to leave I can um, right it's like just like an outlet <laughs> absolutely yeah and then I wanted to ask you um who is someone that inspires you and why it's not a specific person it's kind of just like a, in general but anyone who isn't afraid to speak out about their mental health or just speak on the topic in general and inform people I think it's really important because you know, going back to me in middle school, I wish there were people like there are today, which thankfully there are, um, who would just kind of explain it, talk more about mental health, because it is honestly really important. If you don't, you know, sit down, like really consider your own mental health from the start, then it's only going to get harder and 
like more difficult to figure out later on. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's really inspiring to see even young people as yourself who you with like this mental health podcast. I it's really inspiring to me. Thank you. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I just admire people who want to talk about it also, whether they have a platform or not, just like you coming on here. It's it's big because it's not something that people do on the daily. It's not something that is normalized at all in our community, in our society. And, you know, when you speak out, people want to listen because they're like, wait, this isn't normal, which is crazy because it should be normal. But (laughs) that's only like a little bit uncomfortable at first. Absolutely. Yeah. Once you, you know, open up, it feels great. Like you feel like a weight has lifted off of you. Yeah. And it's crazy to just know and like see how much people actually relate to you. I feel like I relate to you a lot in a sense. And it's crazy because if you don't talk about it and if you don't open yourself up to these experiences, just like this one, you will never know. Right. Um, and it's it's crazy because you talk to so many different people and all of them have different experiences, but almost to all of them, you actually relate to in a little, a little bit, whether it's their situation, their story, something like that, there's always like a little piece that you can pull from it and be like, okay, I relate to this. And that's the whole thing behind this podcast is other people have gone through it and gotten through it and you can do the same, Um, which is also a really hard thing to understand in the moment. Um, And with that, do you have any like big aspirations for your future? If you do, how do you plan to reach them? Uh, For me right now, I honestly really want to pursue music, which I'm actually just getting into, like seriously. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Other than that, I I just want to see where it takes me. (laughs) I don't really have like a specific goal. Um, I'm more of like a, I don't want to just choose right away and stick with that because like you said, people change and your interests can change and stuff like that. So yeah, I think time will tell. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. What would you want family and friends to know about how to best support a loved one struggling to find their true self? Um, The most important thing for sure is to just listen and at least try to understand. You don't necessarily have to understand 100%, but if you're taking the effort and time to listen and just hear them out, that already is like such a huge step for the other person. Um, And just just being supportive and being an outlet, like a safe spot where, you know, that you can go to and it's not like uncomfortable to talk about and you can just be yourself as well as just being helpful regarding like resources and just giving like resources of how they can go about it in a healthy way and cope in a healthy way rather than like on their own. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And my last question for you is, why is your journey worth it? And are you happy? The journey is definitely hard, but it's definitely worth it. Because I always think about this. But like you said, regarding the future, we don't know what the future holds. But there's people that you haven't met yet. There are songs you haven't listened to. There's so many like places and people that you can meet that you haven't yet. So in that sense, it's like scary that you don't know what the future holds, but it's also really exciting. And just because let's say you're in a really bad situation or spot mentally right now, does not mean that's gonna be forever, so. Yeah, 
thank you so much for joining me. Is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like the, the listeners to know or anything that you want to share? Um, I think you got it pretty much covered, but um, I do have a resource that I want to share. This is not like an, yeah. an ad promotion, <laughs> but I have been seeing, um, you probably have seen it too, like better help. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly was kind of not sure about because it's, it's therapy, but it's like on your phone, which is really nice because no matter where you are, you can just um, like send a message to your therapist and they'll answer pretty quickly. So I did try it out and it actually really did help, especially when I was like going through um, just feeling really alone during quarantine. It was really nice to just have somebody to talk to and they're like all professional too. So you know that um, they're going to help you. Yeah. And I can, I can totally put that in the details and everything. So everybody can get access to that, which is super amazing. And, you know, everyone uses, uses different resources, but I've tried out almost like all of the resources that my guests have, you know, told me about. Right. Um, so I haven't tried that one yet, but it will definitely be interesting to try out. Totally I feel like, I feel, yeah. I feel like we relate a lot. So I feel like I'd probably like it. Um, but thank you so much for joining me. I had so much fun. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to Jenna for joining me today. Your story is so powerful. You are heard, seen, and understood. Thank you for using your voice to take one step in the right direction. To everyone listening, you can find all the hotlines in the details, and my messages are always open. If you need a friend or just a talk, I'll see you all next week. Make sure to like this and share this with a friend. I'm so happy you're here. Fight for you.